You have tuned into the Startup Story podcast. Hello and welcome to the Startup Story Media podcast. Um, hi Vandana, how are you? Hi, thank you for having me here. Uh, it's a great pleasure to be on this platform today and recording a podcast for you guys. Thank you so much Vandana. It's an absolute pleasure to have you. Um to introduce myself, I'm Khushi. I'm a content writer with Startup Story Media and Vandana and I will be having a conversation today about the nitty-gritties of um her experience in investment banking. So, uh, Vandana, could you just tell me a bit about your uh, field, your day-to-day working since I'm a student right now, so it's quite interesting to hear about. Uh, yeah, so should I start by introducing myself first? Yes, absolutely. You talk, you tell, tell us a bit about yourself. I had my own family office in Singapore and Jakarta. I worked as an investment banker and advisor to family offices and angel investors in Jakarta, Indonesia, helping startups from a diverse background from fintech, B2B tech, all the way to consumer startups. I was raising funds for them and providing them with a range of services, just as Convanto does today. And after 15 years of staying in Singapore and Jakarta, I came back to India. I did investments for a bit and then returned to advisory. That is when Convanto was founded. Today, Convanto is one of the most well-known boutique investment banks in India, led by a female founder. Today, I'm also a venture advisor with Loyal VC, the INSEAD-led Canadian VC fund, having a core portfolio of over 160 investments in more than 35 countries. I'm also a partner with GST Venture Studios, a Silicon Valley-based venture builder. Over the years, I've arranged funding for startups and growth stage companies in diverse sectors like edtech, fintech, consumer B2C and B2B, agritech, health tech, food tech, disruptive and deep tech, as well as non-tech sectors. I would recommend all of you to have a look at my website for the wonderful testimonials written by my clients. I have been awarded with two awards, uh, which is I'm the top 10 women leaders in wealth management 2021. Apart from this, my brand Convanto comes under the top 10 women entrepreneur brands. My expert opinion is sought in leading business news channels like VCTV and Business World. And I've participated in 160 plus talks all over the world. You can see them on YouTube and VCTV streaming sites. I'm connected with 300 plus investors globally. And we pick up global deals. We are sector agnostic. And our ticket size is $1 million to $25 million. Now coming to your question as to, um, you know, what do we do uh, in Convanto? So Convanto started seven years ago in Gurgaon, Haryana. Convanto is a uh, portmanteau of the words consultant Vandana Tolani. It is a boutique investment bank firm with a range of services aimed at enabling young startups. It provides them with services such as fundraising, marketing and growth advisory, GTM strategic advisory and value added services such as building investor presentations, financial models. We at Convanto advise small, medium, large enterprises on raising capital 
finding their product market fit, implementing a successful go-to-market strategy, branding strategy, and branding positioning. Unlike traditional consulting firms, we have proven our operational expertise in bringing money, creating value, and driving growth to help you maximize your results. I mean, that sounds absolutely wonderful, Vandana. I sounds like a very, very interesting journey to have gone through as well. So, um, in terms of investment banking, how how exactly did you get interested in the field? How, how exactly did you begin your journey with the field of finance and investment banking as a whole? So, uh, right after uh, my college, I mean, uh, I just started uh, doing investment banking. And uh, post that, I moved to, um, you know, I worked in a small investment bank first in Bombay. Um, Then post that, I moved to Jakarta, Indonesia, where I was playing uh, funds. uh, I mean, I was a owner of a fund there, a family office fund there. Uh, So, you know, as a child, uh, you know, I would always, uh, uh, you know, I I was always looking at other uh, uh, entrepreneurs, uh, you know, what do they do, uh, how they excel. And as a child, I always wanted to be a businesswoman. Uh, I didn't want to work under anybody. So that was the thing um, that, you know, uh, led me to this industry. Also, I wanted to do something unconventional, which, uh, uh, you know, uh, so I can tell you, I've always been drawn to finance as an industry. Now, even in high school, I was reading biographies and memories of entrepreneurs and business leaders to glean how their business started and contributed uh, in making money and how they navigated moments of crisis or transformation, which inspired me uh, thoroughly and brought me to where I am today. Uh, Throughout this time, I've always looked to Vani Kola as an inspiration. To me, she's like an entrepreneurial superwoman. And I hope I can one day bring Convanto to the level she's brought her business. Uh, Also, I would read a lot of books. Uh, So I've read uh, The Power of the Subconscious Mind, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Pitch Anything, and The Lean Startup. So these things really moved me towards this kind of a business. That sounds wonderful. You, You also sound honestly like such a driven child. In the past, which I is quite admirable. Uh, so when you talk about fundraising, which is essential, which is one of the um, services that Convanto offers startups, right? What exactly would you, how exactly would a startup or how exactly do you suggest startups go about the entire process of fundraising? Just like a general idea. Because I think fundraising can be quite daunting to people, especially early stage startups. So since you're so experienced in the field, I would like to know what exactly the fundamentals of coming up with a good fundraising pitch would be. So what we do is when a client comes to us, we see what are they bringing to the table? What is their background? Um, You know, what is the technology that they have built? 
whether their pitch deck is as per the investor standards or no whether uh, you know they have done the valuation correctly whether their business plan makes sense or not if not then we suggest them to revamp their documents through our platform and we make them investor ready post that we sign up a mandate with them for a fundraise and we get them the right kind of investors for their deal what happens is many founders they reach to the wrong investors if it's a food deal they are going to a technology investor if it's a technology deal they are going to a food investor we as investment bankers have the right kind of relationships with the funds and the owners of the fund so we bring the right kind of investor to these deals and help them close a deal and get investments really fast we while the process is on we groom them to be investor ready we get them the right kind of investors we prepare their documents so there's a lot of work that we do behind the scenes for a startup uh we uh, before we pick up the startup we do see what is the unique proposition or the problem that they are solving is what they are bringing to us um we also cater to large and medium sized companies not just startups um as in general there are many large companies that have come to us medium sized as well and some funds uh, have approached us to help them raise funds for their um uh, fund that makes sense um when you talk about something that's investor ready right what exactly would constitute in investor ready pitch for example see a pitch deck has to be as per the investor standards it doesn't have to be very very long uh, there has to be uh, you know a problem that they are solving the right kind of target uh, audience uh, that they are catering to who are their competitors what is their ask so many promoters also don't know that how they need to present themselves the video needs to be on they need to be formally dressed up uh, they don't know how to speak to the investor and how to uh, you know uh, convey their message to the investor as well so uh, all these things we make them investor ready as to what to speak how much to speak uh, how to uh, you know uh, what do the documents contain how much information to give all these things that is what is investor ready most of the time their documents are not up to the mark itself so that is why they are not getting the right kind of investors because either they have made it too bulky or either they have made it too short or they have not covered all the slides that is it That, that makes a lot of sense um you i did remember you speaking when you were talking about how you were growing up you were talking about how you were looking up to entrepreneurs and how you were looking are you very interested in the entire startup sector so what why the startup sector exactly and why run a boutique investing investment bank instead of like for example you seem like a, you are a very very competent person right so why this particular sector instead of for example a larger investment bank apart from the fact that you didn't want to work under anybody else so the thing is um this is a very male dominated industry one um having the talent uh and having the skills 
I wanted to jump into this industry to know about various other industries apart from finance industries. The advantage to be in this industry is you can actually know about different things happening uh, with different technologies as well. Uh, also, uh, I um, it took me long. Uh, so when I came back to India about uh, seven years back, I set up everything single-handedly because in this industry, typically you need backing of a father or a husband or a brother or your alumni or your people around you. I had no backing. I did it single-handedly, everything. And uh, because I did it single-handedly, that is why it's a boutique investment bank. Had I already, uh, so if I had the backing with the alumni, with, with all this support system that uh, one, uh, one looks for, I think I would have been a larger investment bank uh, by now. But I started small, uh, so I'd like to think that my leadership style is, you know, heavily democratic. So I value teamwork a lot. Now, especially in the finance industry, it is important to consider certain issues from all standpoints. So I ensure to take into consideration the opinions of even the most junior employees at my company. And I strive uh, to upkeep and maintain the team ethos all the times by making sure they always feel welcome to voice their opinion here. So, um, you know, because of these things, the team also sticks by me. Uh, apart from this, any uh, interns or any team that come to my office, we give them food and transportation always. So we give them incentives. Uh, we don't uh, disrespect them. So also because my persistence was one of the key factors that helped me grow, I was always on my toes looking for new ideas way to position my business, um, often even stepping out of my comfort zone when it came to the events I did. Uh, moreover, I'm firm believer that growth is largely related to client satisfaction. So I do everything in my power to make sure that they are satisfied with my work. Over time, I've learned that the best way for a sustainable growth and uh, success of any relevant strategy is to focus continuously on consu consumers or uh, sorry customer problem solving or feedback and improving the service to them and their uh, successful experience with what you offer them this builds continuous consumption trust value and growth and uh, that is what i've implemented in my plan this combined with my determination and persistence has helped me and my brand to grow and reach where I am today. But uh, like I said, if I had the backing, maybe it wouldn't have taken me seven years for Convanto. In two years, it would have been <laughs> where right. I am. Yeah. Right, right. No, that makes a lot of sense. When I mean, undoubtedly, finance as a whole and investment banking also are very, very, very heavily male-dominated fields, dominated fields and. Um, there are unfortunately less women that we see, especially in leadership positions. So how is how has your existence or how has your experience as a person who is a woman, uh, as a woman, been in the entire, been, wait, uh, can I 
ask the question again i'm so sorry i stumbled a little no problem right okay so finance is undoubtedly a very male dominant uh, fi- uh, field and it's unfortunate very unfortunate to see that there aren't many women um at the helm of many different companies in finance or um you don't see a lot many women in leadership positions because of whatever yeah. barriers that are put across, uh, put in front of them or not or uh, alternatively what are the bar- what barriers men don't face because of the fact that they're men so how is your experience as a woman in finance shaped the entire uh, the entire journey that you've had thus far so um if you uh, so the thing is that of course 90% of the time uh, you know uh, i am with interacting with males uh, it's um, it's not it was a very difficult journey and tell you from where it starts it starts from our home uh you know we differentiate the girl and boy and we say blue is for boys and pink is for girls this is where we already uh, do these things right. you know and then uh, we say kitchen is for girls and this thing is for boys uh, so uh, then what happens is that uh, because we do these things automatically somewhere our society gets conditioned that you know girls are not good at maths they cannot do finance they cannot manage money um you know so this field only men can do so these are the things uh, you know that i came across um most of the time and uh, it took me a long way but then everybody at that point in time who had put me down saying lots of comments i didn't focus on that i just focused on silence uh, silently achieving my goals so in india still there is a lot uh, uh um, you know a lot happening still uh, in terms of uh, um, you know the differentiation between men and women and the way they don't want them to grow so um, that uh, i had to so if you talk about road blocks you know uh, if you say um, i think uh, what you're trying to ask is road blocks if i'm not mistaken okay so and yes so coming back to india after 15 years was not easy with two kids but i was determined to move in my journey i set up convanto uh, determination is a quality that makes you continue trying to do or achieve something that is difficult and i had to believe in myself and not others at one point at one point i had no support but i was firm with all my decisions and the day i stopped listening to all the negativity from many people i found out that i was very skillful and talented and i was doing things in the right manner which is why i succeeded not just by mere luck and when many doors closed many other opens and it felt like uh, you know the universe is by my side um you know or uh, god is by my side 
and I think looking for more solutions and less problems, staying positive and happy helped me overcome my roadblocks. Ultimately, we always have to help ourselves that someone won't always rescue us and not giving up easily has helped me. So I think that was one thing that, uh, you know, also uh, I realized that people who criticize you, they only criticize you because they themselves have not been able to do what you are doing. So they start criticizing. So I think successful people will never criticize you. They will always praise you if they are the right kind of people. So I think these things, uh, barriers I overcome by time. In the last two years, it became really unstoppable uh, because everything went digital. I could do meetings digitally, so I didn't have to go physically to meet people or for events. So I think the digital transformation also helped me a lot. Right, no, that makes a lot of sense. I've um, been hearing a lot of that in terms of like the shift from physical to digital helping a lot of women especially. Because I, I think, hmm, I mean, I'm not, I'm not entirely sure why that happens per se. Um, but yes, it, it's just, it's very inspiring to hear because I think we, I mean, at least rarely in my professional experience have I seen very many women who've been in leadership positions. And uh, I think it's always very, very delightful as a woman to see other women in, in positions of power and um, leading industries. So it's, it's, it's always a very, very cool experience to talk to people like you, ma'am. So thank you so much. Uh, yes. Actually, everybody ha- knows how to tap their highest potential. It's just that they forget to do that because of so many things around them. Uh, and you can actually tap into your own potential and reach your highest goal. It's not difficult. When I read the book, The Power of the Subconscious Mind, I kept on reading it. I realized that you know, uh, first thing is the mind needs to be in center. Second thing is we can easily tap into our highest potential by not giving up and, um, you know, uh, believing in ourselves. Uh, Also, uh, you know, the number one lesson that I've learned in my lifetime is that nothing beats hard work. Hard work will outweigh talent and intelligence and it's necessary if you want to succeed. Uh, so, uh, so this is the thing. So this is very important to keep in mind as an entrepreneur. Uh, entrepreneur sorry. And no business is perfect. And just like people, they do have faults. So no right. matter how successful or unsuccessful they may be, uh, Recognizing and accepting these faults and an entrepreneur facing reality and doing your best to work around these faults is the best way to move forward and the secret to success. With time, I've learned uh, the uh, importance of adaptability too. How adaptable a business is defines its ability to stay afloat in future. Now, being progressive in terms of keeping up with the changing market is of great importance in an industry such as this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we ensure that Convanto does it best and keep up with these changes. Like I'll tell you a simple thing. 
लाइक वेन पैंडमिक हितास नो वेन डीमोनिटाइजेशन हितास दैट टाइम मेनी पीपल डिन नो हाउ टू यूज डिजिटल पेमेंट्स आई माई सेल्फ डिन नो एंड आई वॉज लाइक पता नहीं है पेटीएम पेटीएम क्या है एंड प्रायर टू दैट डीमोनिटाइजेशन फ्यू ईयर्स प्रायर टू दैट I had actually gone to a women's meet where I'm sitting in front of the Paytm owner, uh, and he's giving a talk, and I'm saying, "Pata nii ye kya bol raha hai?" You know, <laughs> so and what is this Paytm? I wanted to know. And then when demonetization hit us, you know, the everybody, the milkman, vegetable man, um, you know, the taxi driver, every second person. भाजी वाला एवरी थिंग वॉन्टेड टू यूज एवरीबडी यूज इज एंड इट्स सो कन्वीनियंट यू डोंट नीड टू कैरी कैश यू डोंट नीड टू रन टू द ए टी एम एंड ऑल दैट फनी थिंग्स सो देन वेन द पैंडमिक हिटास मेनी पीपल डे नो हाउ टू यूज जूम आई न्यू आंटरप्रिनर्स न्यू अबाउट जूम बट दे डेंट वॉन्ट टू दे यूज जूम यू नो so then they had to use zoom so they learned how to use zoom then airmeet then microsoft teams then streamyard name it all the things came together now if you are doing events in different different platforms you have to be well versed with the technology uh, google meet or whatever you know so then more things came up we needed to keep up with more so i think having a progressive mind and uh proactively doing things rather than focusing on negative will really help us move forward uh i think that's the way to look at it no that makes a lot of sense i think resilience is a very 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 important uh, quality for people to have because yeah. i mean change happens it's a part of life and then Wait, how you make the best out of it is the uh, is the thing that one needs to look into no absolutely uh, you mentioned like changes across pandemic and demonetization and the like right so um this like i just i was wondering if there's been a major shift in um the entire okay so of course our methods have changed in the way that we function pre and post pandemic because uh, it's changed the entire face of how we are functioning day to day uh, but has there been any change in like the landscape or like in the startup ecosystem so forth in the kinds of startups that you get or in the kinds of investors that you're reaching out to now both pre and post pandemic yeah yeah so there are a lot of fintech ed, ed tech ad tech mm. health tech food tech uh these kind of um, startups we are looking at closely which were not entertained before at all right uh, even the investors are looking more at technology hmm. um, iot robotics ai uh, that's going to help us now you look at a simple thing like our phone uh, if uh, our phone wasn't there amazon wouldn't be there we couldn't order things online yeah we couldn't watch movies on netflix mm-hmm. uh, disney hotstar and all these other platforms what would have happened in the pandemic we would have gone crazy these mm-hmm. things helped us to uh, keep up with everything i am a working woman at the press of a button i know 
have to order this food online or do this do that now this you know so everything in that simple phone it is there uh, so what i'm trying to say here is that the mindset of the investor and the startup has changed you look at zomato it was a loss making company right because it was loss making still it went to the ipo so uh, there is a herd mentality that everybody follows in india unfortunately if one person does this everybody would do it hmm. it's just that one person who needs to come up with something unique i think that makes a lot of sense and um, what kind of startups were you getting before the pandemic we were getting tech startups then also but no edtech no food tech right um, uh, we were not getting health tech also Right. Uh, fintech we were getting one or two they were consumer startups uh, they were different kind of startups uh, which didn't involve these technologies mm-hmm. all right that makes sense um additionally when you um okay so i'm so sorry i just i lost my train of thought for a second there uh as a woman in invest banking as is as this individual who's spearheading convanto as a whole um do you have any words for any young entrepreneurs who are listening especially women in terms of um making it in the industry or working hard at uh, or just people who are looking at starting uh, or stepping into the world of finance yeah every single person i know who is successful at what they do is successful because they love doing it anything can be done as long as you truly believe believe in it we are led with our conviction rather than rational because rational said it was impossible now find something you love and do it better than everyone else now failure is a stepping stone to greatness and we all fail i read the book the power of the subconscious mind and found it inspiring and i practiced the law of attraction law of attraction is very very similar to law of gravity also remember that you will never be criticized by someone who is doing more than you you will only be criticized by someone who is doing less so always remember that successful people will never put others down and uh, last but not the least is a favorite uh, saying by uh, you know duane johnson be unstoppable think back 5 years ago think of where you are today think ahead 5 years about what you want to accomplish that will really help you go, uh, you know go and get, get whatever you want okay thank you so much vandana that was absolutely inspiring um once again i'm khushi from startup story in conversation with uh, vandana i'm sorry with once again i'm khushi from start a uh, startup story uh, with in conversation with vandana tolani from gonmanto and it was an absolute pleasure having you here vandana thank you so much for giving us your time and again it was quite inspiring to have a word with you thank you have a blessed day and thank you for having me when will this be published uh thank you vandana um i'm first i'll first when we end this conversation uh, should i stop recording ha huh. 